0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. I'm your host, Nikki, a certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. And today I wanted to talk to you about progress and how to measure progress and how to know, like, are things happening? Like, am I doing this right? And the thing is, so often I see people call it quits or give up, even though they are being successful because they don't see it. And there's nothing worse than feeling like you're putting in all this work and all this energy and nothing's happening right it's so discouraging it's like well what's the point i might as well just go back to what i was doing before because like this takes a lot of work and for no reward so i I talk about this because really and truly this is something that i think dictates whether or not people continue down their journey and when you are changing your approach meaning you are easing off the intensity or level of extreme, then sometimes the results also, you know, come down a little bit in speed. So yes, when you're extreme, when you cut calories dramatically, when you add uh, exercise in a dramatic way, then the results tend to be more dramatic. However, they're also less sustainable and generally less enjoyable. And that's also what leads to people calling it quits. So when you are making the shift to an overall healthier approach to your health journey and really striving for longevity and what you can do for life versus for three or four weeks, part of the challenging aspect is actually going, okay, well, how do I know if things are happening? And so what I wanted to do is share some client examples. Okay. So I had a client call yesterday with someone. And I'm going to use a different example to her challenge. But she was like, look, I've been having three cookies a day. And I really just I need to cut back like I need to just not be having three cookies a day kind of thing. And this was a goal that she had set previously before. And it just it hadn't quite ended well, or ended in what she determined success. And so we were talking about it. And, you know, in her situation, there's some health things that are tied to this shift she's making. And obviously, this would be much more clear <laughs> if I use real examples, but I'm just going to stick with this or privacy stuff. And basically, she was like, Look, I really just want to get to zero. And this is a goal that we had set initially when we started working together. And so we're talking about things and I'm like, Okay, well, let's actually dive into this a bit deeper, because there is a little bit of resistance to this. And so I was like, Okay, well, how long have you been having three cookies a day? And she's like, well, you know, it's probably started in like, you know, I think it was a college, she said. And I'm like, okay, so in this situation, like this has been going on for decades, right? Like you've been having three cookies for decades. And so the fact that it hasn't dramatically changed in a couple weeks, it's not really shocking. Like there's been other things that we've worked on. There's been lots of progress, lots of success. Um, You know, she's lost inches, all these kinds of things. She's feeling better, more energy, But this one thing is like feeling a little bit stubborn. And so when we're talking about this, I'm like, okay, you got to give yourself a little bit of a break though, right? And maybe we even need to redefine what success means and what feeling accomplished means. Because you're going from three cookies a day for decades to going like, okay, well, I just want to have zero. And the thing is, it's going to take some time. And there really is no finish line. There's no you know, okay, well, I need to have this done by this day. So I was like, let's, you know, change your expectations. You don't need to go from three to one. You don't need to go from three to zero. Let's break it down. Let's go from three to two and a half. And maybe it's not the most earth shattering, biggest goal in the world, but I bet it also feels a lot more attainable than going from three to zero. And after, you know, a week or two, we can reassess and go, how's it going? How's it feeling? Do you think you're ready to try two cookies a day? And then we'll go two cookies a day for a little while, right? You don't have to have a time limit. At the end of the week, assess how are you feeling, right? Bringing awareness to choices, being more intentional when you're having them. And, and then we can go from there. But at no point do you have to get down to zero for the rest of your life in order to be successful, And I think this is the thing that we sometimes forget when it comes to making lifestyle changes. We think that, okay, if I'm going to be healthy and I'm going to reach this goal, I need to completely eliminate, you know, insert whatever food it is or, you know, something like that and go, I need to completely eliminate this. And I need to never do it again. I need to just stop. Like I need to stop eating out or I need to stop eating chips or I need to stop having cookies. And the thing is, it's not about cutting things out forever, right? If there's an reason due to allergy or intolerance or sensitivity, something like that, then by all means. But if it's something you like and enjoy, cutting out completely, it's probably not very realistic and not something you're going to stick with forever. And so giving yourself almost a breakdown of how to work towards your goal is okay. That is still success. You going from three cookies a day to two and a half to two, it's still a win, right? Over the course of a year, that's 365 less cookies. Right. And I think you can always approach it, you know, glass half empty or glass half full and go like, oh, but I'm still having, you know, 700 cookies. Okay, yeah, but you're having 365 cookies less than before. That's, that's a win. Right. And so it does not have to be all or nothing but thinking about what is going to make you feel better and what can you imagine actually sticking to. And I think that when you set goals for yourself, if you feel any kind of resistance to a goal or you find yourself setting the same goal every week and not actually achieving it, it's time to dig deep and go, why is it that I'm avoiding this? What is it about this goal that I have set that is like, ugh, like I just don't want to and I've done this so many times, I'd be like, cool, I'm adding 30 minutes of cardio on the spin bike five times a week, you know, weekdays I'm gonna do it. And then every day I get up, I look at the spin bike, and I'd keep walking. And I'd be like, not today, not today. And I did this for a month. And in that month, I did not get on the bike more than once. Maybe it was twice, but it was really no more than twice. And I was like, all right, Nikki, we need to reassess (laughs) this goal of yours because we're not making any progress. We're we're not even like, it's not even a baby step. Maybe it's like thinking about a baby step and then not doing anything. And I was like, okay, well, going from zero to five days for 30 minutes a day, I'm like, it's a lot. It feels, it feels too much. And so it's like, okay, so maybe I need to reduce my goal. Maybe it needs to be every other day. And I was like, okay, every other day already sounds better. So like maybe it's just Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then I had to sit with it for a little while. And I was like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 30 minutes a day. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. But I'm still not feeling like it's doable. And so it's like, okay, what about if I really reduce my goal, really reduce it? And I say, Nikki, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you're going to get on the bike for at least five minutes just five minutes. If after those five minutes, you decide to get off, you have unconditional permission to do so and just carry on with your day. However, if after those five minutes, you're listening to something or watching something and you're physically feeling good, and you're like, you know what, I could do a little bit more, then do a little bit more, then you don't have to get off. But give yourself that flexibility. And the thing is, people can go like, okay, Nikki, so you're a coach and you're saying that 15 minutes on a bike over the course of seven days is okay. And I think the thing is you have to look at it in a big picture sense. If I'm setting a goal every single week and not doing anything about it, and I'm not moving that needle at all, and my total bike time is zero minutes, then me getting on the bike three times a week, not only is building a habit, it's giving myself that check-in of like, how am I feeling? How am I doing? Do I like this? And it's building up from that five minutes to 10 minutes, or maybe it's 15 minutes. Because I know myself, and generally speaking, once I did start, I did build that up. And it did turn into 10 minutes, or it turned into, you know, 30 minutes, because it was a really great episode of Real Housewives, or whatever it is. But there is no goal that is too small to set. And once again, we forget that that is progress going from zero to five minutes. It is progress. It is five more minutes than you were doing before. And that's a win period, end of story. And so I think the thing is when it comes to actually measuring progress, you need to take a step back and think about what is going to make you feel successful. What is going to encourage you to keep going? So for example, with this client I had with the cookies, she talked about making a checklist and going, okay, great. Every time I'm just gonna, I I stick with that. I'm going to give myself a check mark. And I said, okay, um, you know, just to play devil's advocate, how are you going to feel if you don't stick to it and you have to either put a little X or or something else in there? And she's like, oh, hmm, probably not very good. Right. And I was like, okay, so what about if instead of putting a little check mark, Okay, because we want this to be a habit that encourages you, you write down how much you had. Right? You know what your goal is in your mind for the week. You know it's two and a half cookies. What if at the end of the day you write how many cookies you did out of end up having? And it does not have to be a check mark or anything. Just write down the number. You can use it as data and go, oh, it's I did have two and a half, or I had three, or I had four, or I had one. But it's data that you collected then, and you can go, oh, how did I do over the course of the week? And then you can take a step back and go. Okay, I noticed on this day I had more or I had less. What was going on that day? What was I doing when I had more? Was it hunger? Was there an emotion attached to that? But that provides you a lot more actionable information than just going, check, 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 X. Oh no, Ugh, I failed. Right? And I think this is where you need to know your personality. And I work with a lot of women who have this perfectionist mentality to them where it's like, I'm 110% in, or I'm not doing anything at all, because if I can't do it perfectly, what is the point? And so knowing yourself is really, really important. And giving yourself multiple indicators to measure your success is also important. I have a lot of clients that don't weigh themselves, because it's just not super helpful, or it's super triggering. I had another client who she's like, Oh, man, like I weighed myself first week, I'm down, you know, a pound and, and the week after, she's like, okay, I'm down another pound. And then it was like, oh, no, scales back up. But she was like, but I am feeling more energized. I'm feeling stronger. I have been way more consistent with my workouts. I have felt less chaotic when it's come to my meals and getting enough protein and and even eating out is less stress inducing. And these are the things that we forget about. Those are indicators of success. Those are all things that lead you closer to your goal. But do we always acknowledge them? No, we kind of skip over them and go, yeah, okay, great. I'm sleeping better. Big whoop. The scale hasn't moved. And so taking that time to actually go, is this helpful? Is really, really important. And giving yourself, like I've said, multiple ways to actually track and assess your progress is important. So some general ways I can be you know, the very basic one is getting on the scale. And for some people, that's going to be great. I have a client who loves getting the scale, she doesn't feel any type of way about it. It's just data for her. And she's like, cool, it moved, it didn't move. It's exactly the same, whatever it is, she moves on with her day, right? Great. I'm not that person, a lot of my clients aren't. And so some of them like to take pictures. However, going down the picture route, I also have clients who take their starting picture. And four weeks later, they're like, it's time to take my you know, second picture, and I was like, I'm not feeling very good about doing that. Like I have this apprehension, Nikki, and I'm I've been avoiding it, and I really don't know. And I I just it's like, okay, look, listen to that little voice, listen to that feeling. Right? We get so used to ignoring our feelings in this process and in life, honestly. But it is important if you're going, Oh, I don't really want to do this. It makes me feel less than it makes me second guess myself, I end up super zooming on my photo and comparing, you know, my stomach to the last picture. And there's also this fear of well, what if I don't see any change? Is that then going to discourage all my efforts and progress that I actually have made that I know makes me feel better? And this is when I say, you know, don't take the picture. Honestly, I'm like, I don't care if you take the picture. I don't need that picture for anything it doesn't tell me anything. There's plenty of people who I see transformation photos from. And I'm like, I don't know if you're healthy. I don't know if you're happy. I don't know if you've cut everything out of your life in order to sustain those results. It is really just a slice of, you know, the pie. It doesn't give you all the information you need or tell you how someone's feeling. So when you pick a method to actually track your progress, know that you are not tied to that forever. If you take progress pictures, and later down the road, you go, Ooh, I feel some type of way about this process. Stop doing it. Once again, come back to the question, is this, is this more helpful? Or is this hurtful? And of taking a picture of yourself that can feel very vulnerable in very unnatural positions. I mean, literally, who puts on a bathing suit, stands against a white wall, and puts their arms down by their side and tries to like relax their body or flex their body? Like, That's not how we pose for pictures, right? I definitely understand why we are consistent with photos for progress pictures and why people take them. Yes, there's value, but it is not necessarily a normal or comfortable way to pose and to stand and to feel great in the process, right? And so if you don't feel great in the process, don't do it. One thing I think can be helpful in terms of um, measuring progress is a habit tracker. So there's lots of different free habit trackers you can find online, but think of a habit tracker as each week you pick you know, one, maybe two goals, and you assess how it goes on a daily basis. Maybe it's something like water, you know, did I fill my water bottle twice a day? You give yourself a check mark, or you don't and you put a little X or something. Sometimes there are things that can be like, oh, great. To me, that's just I did it or I didn't do it. It doesn't make me feel bad. It doesn't make me feel guilty. And so while in the cookie example, I was like, I'm not sure that's the best approach, because you do have this mental goal of wanting to get to zero this is a good indicator in some situations of going, did I drink my two bottles of water? Yes or no. And then the next thing that absolutely is really important for habit tracking is going and looking at the days when you did not give yourself that check mark or when you did not meet that goal that you set. And if you find that you're having lots and lots of days where you're not meeting that goal, then maybe it's time to reduce it. Or maybe it's time to look at those days and goes, what was different about those days to the, Compared to the days where I did get a check mark. Did I fill up my water bottle the night before? Did I, you know, get it from my computer and have a glass of water in between meetings, or or what was it? Right? But the thing is, you need to be able to actually pinpoint what leads you to be successful and not just go, no, nothing's working. And I'm like, why isn't it working? Right? You gotta ask that next question. It's very easy to go, woe is me you know, I'm never going to be successful and just go down that rabbit hole, but you can be successful. You will be successful. And taking that time to reflect on what does work for you and what doesn't work for you is part of the process. It's a very normal part of the process as well. So whether you're taking progress pictures, whether you're weighing yourself, maybe you're taking your measurements, maybe you're assessing how your clothes fit. Don't forget that other indicators of progress also include how you're doing with your movement. Maybe you're more consistent than you were before. Maybe you're feeling stronger than you were before. Maybe your quality of sleep is better than before. Maybe your energy levels are better than before. But when it comes to actually thinking about your progress, oftentimes I think people get so focused in on things like the scale and they go, is it moving or isn't moving? And a reality, I think, okay, well, actually let's look at your habits and the things that you're doing. Like, are you listening to your hunger? Are you honoring your fullness? Are you drinking your water? Are you resting are you managing your stress levels because if you think about it all five of those things that I just mentioned will also help you get to a goal if you have a weight loss goal or it will help you get to a goal of physically feeling better right weight loss is not just oh it just happened all of a sudden or I cut a dramatic amount of calories or I exercised a crap ton and here I am but those habits that you perform daily that align with your goal that is what gets you there And I know that it's very easy to forget or it's easy to remind other people, but to tell that to ourselves is totally different. And I think that many times we have endless compassion for other people where we can say, wow, like, great job. I see how hard you're working. I see that consistency. But for us, it's not enough. We need to go above and beyond. You know, if you did four workouts last week, you need to do four workouts this week, regardless of your stress levels, regardless of your schedule. It's just what you have to do and taking time to actually reassess and go, is that realistic? Is setting this goal on a very different week going to actually be doable? And then if I don't achieve it, how's that going to impact how I feel? Is that going to make me feel like I failed, which then makes me think, well, screw it, which then makes me stop working out completely, as opposed to going, look, I think I'm going to reduce the number of workouts I set for myself this week, because my schedule is so hectic. And worst case, if it clears up, I can add an extra workout. It's always easier to add than it is to mentally take away. Right? If I say, Hey, if you can get up for two walks this week, you're doing great. You're like, Oh, I can, I can do two walks. Like, sure. I can fit in a walk here. and I can fit in a walk there. Great. If I say, Hey, you need to go for one hour walk every single day this week, which is seven days a week. It might be like, Oh, that feels like a, big task. Like I, I don't know. And then you start to stress out about when are you going to fit it in? And what if it's not long enough? And what if the weather's not good? And, and there's all these things that actually stop us from actually starting. So when it comes to your goal, whether it's strength related, whether it's health related, whether it's weight loss related, take time to actually measure success in different ways. And know that for a lot of us, part of this process is also redefining what we determine as success right? Maybe it's not going from three cookies a day to zero. Maybe it's going from three cookies a day to one or one and a half. But success does not need to be the same as other people. It does not need to be what you determined success five years ago. It does not need to be what your younger self achieved. It is about who you are now and where you're at in your current season of life, right? Don't go comparing. Oh, but when I was 20, I used to do this and it's like, honey, you're probably not 20 anymore. And and if you are great, but I'm saying you can't go and compare yourself to 10, 15 or 20 years ago. And like, but I used to, yeah, you used to, you also used to probably not get hangovers. And you also probably used to be able to stay out later than 10 o'clock and you used to do all different kinds of things, right? You can't just pick and choose what you want to say that you used to do. You know, and I have a lot of clients do that where they're like, oh, but I, I used to work up five days a week. And I'm like, yes, but now you also have two children, a full-time job, a family, and there's other things in your life that need your time, energy, and that's okay. It's okay for your life and schedule to look different. Now, set goals accordingly, and then it's a lot easier to go, great. Yeah, that is success. And it's success for who I am today and where I'm at in my life. And it's okay if in the past I did different things and accomplished different things and look different. That is all okay. Honor where you're at today and move forward with the intention of really acknowledging every single win. There is no win that is too small to celebrate. All too often, I think we set big goals, we check them off, and then we go, great, next. Now what? And I'm like, okay, wait, you worked six months to achieve that and you just kind of like glazed over it in a moment and set a new goal. I'm like, girl, let, take a second to really recognize six months of work, effort, consistency and showing up for yourself when you didn't want to. I'm like, soak in that glory for a minute, okay? And then we can set a new goal. But but actually take that time and go, you know what? All these things that I am doing, you know, maybe a little walk around the block, drink a little bit more water, really managing my stress levels, going to sleep earlier, Those are wins. Those are things that do lead me to my goal and help me to feel better. And those are not things that are too small to actually go, Hey, I'm doing good. Okay. Giving yourself a pat on the back, giving yourself that gold star. There's nothing wrong with that. Oftentimes most of us do a lot better when we are kind to ourselves, when we're compassionate to ourselves and we are not being overly hard or setting goals that are above and beyond what we actually have time and energy to accomplish. So as you go through your health journey, take time to actually reassess your goals, reassess how you're tracking your progress, how you're tracking your growth, and make sure that it's in alignment with what makes you feel good and what makes you feel motivated to keep going. Because if anything makes you feel discouraged, it's not helping. And if it's not helping, it's not getting you closer to your goal. All right, fam, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a second, leave a review on Apple or Spotify. And if you do, and you send me a screenshot on Instagram, which my Instagram handle is at justget.fit, I will happily send you a $5 gift card as little thank you for supporting me and sharing my podcast with other people. It really makes such a difference. And if you are interested in one-on-one nutrition coaching, you can email me at Nikki, N-I-K-K-I at justget.fit. Dot fit. That's Nikki N I K K I at Just Get Fit. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you guys soon.